Alright, man. Um I like y'all uh welcome y'all back to uh, Hypnotic Language. Hey, just wanna let y'all know uh, Hypnotic Language is no longer on SoundCloud anymore. We are on Anchor. Um so we switched platforms, but uh hold on one second. Two and he being adventurous. He like to climb on shit now. But we're on Anchor, so you know, I'll send out um all the well, anytime I send a link, it's going to be a platform. I'm not sure if you had to download the app. Do you have to download the app, AJ, in order to listen I, to it? I did, but, I mean, we still on uh, iTunes, right? I yes. mean, I still be yes. seeing the update, so we still on iTunes. So, so you know the, what I'm saying? Subscribe there. We good. So, okay, so I, I haven't checked iTunes yet because I've been trying it's to. It's on there. Okay, like the one I sent to y'all yesterday? Yeah, yeah. Okay, cool, cool. So, yeah, we're still on iTunes. Um for the people who don't have an iPhone, like our homeboy, I, I don't know what to tell you. I guess you should I mean, anchor. Yeah, just get your life together, first of all. <laughs> wow. Who doesn't have an iPhone in 2018? <laughs> so, so, we, so, so, you know, say so catch us on there, and um, we'll be um, in the future. Um, we're going to try to build this hypnotic language brand with some merch and other type of stuff. Anybody who wants to um, contribute to the podcast for, you know, a dollar, 50 cent, you know what I'm saying? We, we, we can get you a lot with that. Yeah, help the young niggas out, man. Um, But, so today we're going to talk about, um, we're going to talk about Mr. Marshall Mathers today. And Marshall Mathers, if you're listening, you know, maybe you heard, I mean, of course you heard all the revival reviews. And um, Clearly. I, I just wanted to say, um, thank you, Marshall. Um, th- I'd like to say thank you for not being in the studio with Rick Rube. Um, <laughs> thank you for That's not. Number one. Thank you for calling Dr. Dre and you know, and maybe a couple of other trap beat people, or whatever. So, I uh, mean, he got. Fucking Mike Will and take Keith on this motherfucker. Like Keith figured it out. So thank you, Marshall. And I, I'm very grateful of this album. I'm just gonna be honest with you. When I saw Eminem drop the, you know, surprise track, or well, well, it started off as a surprise track, right? With yeah, the Venom shit. Yeah, it was the Venom joint. I was just like, man, this is gonna be some fucking uh, not afraid inspirational <laughs> shit. <laughs> I was just saying, featuring featuring uh, Haley for Paramore. <laughs> yeah, and like I saw that, I saw the shit. What was it like Thursday or Friday, man? I didn't even know he was coming out with an album until you told me when I woke up. But fuck, well, this I, shit was I saw not... on Twitter. I saw on Twitter that he dropped a surprise album. Then I went to Apple Music, and it was actually there. I saw the Kamikaze, and you know, I, I was hesitant at first. You know, because I'm like, okay, I mean... Yeah, all right, like, first of all, let's let's keep it real. Revival was not fucking good. No, it wasn't. <laughs> so, I mean, I, at this point, I, I'm thinking, and I, I'm guessing you're thinking the same thing, is like Eminem is kind of is kind of over with him. We just got to listen to his old shit, right? Yeah. Okay, so, yeah, now, uh, so... So what happened like when you when you saw it and you heard and and, and all of that? Alright, so when I first heard the first off, I 
when I heard what um, when I heard the first track, um, let me pull up the track list here. Yeah, I'm still getting familiar with the the track list. And I love the skits too. I love when M. I I love the skits because <laughs> going to that nigga's house. <laughs> yes, and if you are a true Eminem fan, you all know the whole mm-hmm. Paul. The Paul Rosenberg skits from way back when, when Paul would always call Eminem, he'd be like, "Hey man, and tell him to stop doing some dumb shit." Tone it, yeah, tone it down on the album and all that stuff. And he you can't skit. bring your fucking gun anywhere. So you know, you know that I love that, and then I also love when M called Paul back and said all this stuff, and it reminded me, okay, this is the old Eminem. This is this is the Eminem that we fell in love with. Finally. Yeah, man. Yeah. So when I first heard the Ringer, which was the first track, um When I heard the first thing that caught my eye was the beat. And when I heard the beat, I was like, okay, this is a enjoyable beat. This ain't no Rick Rube. Fucking like you said, AJ, stadium anthem type bullshit. Nobody, no pop singers singing on the fucking course. Like when I first heard the beat, I was like, okay, this might be okay. And I knew this album was gonna be great when I heard Lucky You with Jorner Lucas. Yo. God damn. Yeah, man. First of all, I I've heard of Jordan Lucas. I think that's the dude that does the I'm not racist jump. Mm-hmm. But yo, that nigga fucking killed it. And then M came on. I was just like, man, I I think this nigga might actually be back. You know what I'm saying? Okay, so and and, and on top of that, my fault. Like, no. but yo, and he's starting to do the um. You know what I'm saying? He's he's starting to adapt to normal times and doing like these trap kind of hooks or whatever. Okay, so that 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 was my next segment. How yeah. would you, how do you how do you feel about that? I you, fucking love you it. You love it. I, I don't have a problem with it either. I love it. Like the jump I think the jump with uh Royce. Um, yes. That's when he's trying to, he was sounding like Drake. You know some Drake this is in there. It was. It was some subs on that. We're gonna get to that, you know what I'm saying? But the that jump, like he literally he literally flipped the bad and bougie jump and just said a bunch of nonsense and it was dope as fuck. And he uh kind of flipped the sicko mode joint too, right? I think I think he basically copied the sicko mode beat too. Yeah, probably. On, on the uh the Royce joint, the the Not a light. Not a light. That's actually Yo, that's that's the Take Keith joint. That's the yes. joint starts on Take Keith fuck these niggas up. Yes. Yeah. Okay. No, 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 no. Yeah, yeah. He he flipped the sickle mode or the um that black block boy JB joint. Yeah. That's the one he kind of flipped. Okay. Dog, I'm just I'm so happy this nigga just finally accepted that it's 2018. You know what I'm saying? Okay. One he got rid of the craziest shit is like, um. The whole thing we we talked about Rick Rubin and how like he keeps doing the shit with him or whatever, mm. but like his whole problem was he kept getting all these beats that sounded like some nineteen eighties Beastie Boy beats. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? But the craziest shit is the album cover is literally a fucking flip on the Beastie Boys album cover, which is ironic as fuck because this is a new Eminem yet he still has this fucking beast. I don't know why this nigga's so influenced by the Beastie Boys. Though. Well, I, I I know why. Never mind. 
Yeah, but yo, this shit is refreshing as hell. Okay, so you didn't have okay. Me and you, we don't have a problem with the way he's basically rapping like Uzi and Migos and Drake on this shit. No, because he does his whole thing is he does he flips his his cadence all the time, and he can do whatever cadence. So, and he does it better than anybody can do it. He's literally a fucking rap robot. So you know the argument would be there's there's two there's two things about this. The argument would be the old hip hop heads would be like, we don't want to hear you sounding like fucking Uzi and and and, and Migos. You you better than that. We don't want to hear you sounding like that. The old the old you know kind of. The Joe Buttons. That's who I'm talking about. The Joe the, Buttons. The, the quote-unquote gatekeepers Pete, of hip-hop. Yes, the Pete Rocks. The Funkmaster Flex. Who, Funk Flex who's still not over the Biggie dying. Like, Biggie's <laughs> dead, Flex. He ain't coming yeah. back. Okay? He's dead. I understand I mean, you miss Biggie. We all do. But he's gone. <laughs> yeah, no. I mean, nah, it's all, but that's the thing. Niggas that, that think like that just don't fucking want to enjoy the shit. It's not even <laughs> Eminem, you know what I'm saying? It's, yo, if, if a nigga makes a jam, he makes a jam, you know what I'm saying? And fuck it, if it, if it comes from Lil Uzi, if it comes from fucking Yachty or somebody like that, they just not gonna like it just because it's not their generation. Mm-hmm. Which is understandable, because like if a nigga tries to talk to me about fucking uh, Melly Mel or some shit, I'm gonna just be like, okay, get this old nigga the fuck out of here. <laughs> but nah, that's the whole thing. And that's how niggas reinvent themselves. Like, you embrace the younger generation if you're still a rapper. I mean, Jay-Z kind of adopted that flow a little bit too. Um, you know what I'm saying? The Blueprint 3 had all the, the people that was coming up. He had Cuddy, he had Drake, he had Cole on them joints because he knew that it was a fucking turn of a generation, man. Like, you just gotta mm-hmm. adapt with the times, dog. Yeah. Yo, the whole problem with Eminem was that he didn't adapt because fucking Revival sounded like some shit that would have dropped in 1988 when he was coming up. You know what I'm saying? And it was very pop-friendly. That too, man. Um, did, he, did he have any rappers on that shit? Yeah, he had on the chloroceptive, whatever that nigga name was. Oh, Fresher? <laughs> man, like, yo, I'm looking at... So, yeah... The features was Beyonce, the fresher nigga, Ed Sheeran, <laughs> Alicia Keys, who's still doing music in 2018, my God, uh, fucking Skylar Gray, Kalani, Pink. All, <laughs> these are all people that he would have fucking dissed the fuck out of in 2000. Yes, but, okay, so, but does that sound like an album a black, uh, an African-American going to an HBCU would pick up? Hell no. Or does that sound like an album of somebody who goes to UNCG will pick up? That sounds like an album niggas in fucking Greensboro College. <laughs> <laughs> that, was, it, it, I, that was the problem. That shit was Exactly. This shit, won't for, this shit won't for us, man. He went full. And, I mean, yo, he's a pop star, obviously, but he always did it, you know, in a way that we could, niggas could listen to. This shit, man. Kind of like This Drake. shit was just... Yeah, man. Like, we could still rock to that. But... Drake and Rihanna. Yeah. Oh, well, Rihanna can do literally anything, and I, I wouldn't care. Yeah. <laughs> but, but, okay, so we, we, we don't have a problem with that, but the old hip-hop heads will. So the, my second yeah, part... Yeah, but fuck them. The, the second part is, 
is that cool to say that certain artists can adapt to that and certain artists can't? I'm going to give you two examples. Goody Mob came out with an album called Age Against the Machine. Oh, wow, yeah. And Jay-Z dropped an album called Magna Carta. Magna Carta was basically rapping over like the Mike Wills and the uh, Zaytoven type beats. And he People wasted didn't... every single one of those beats, if we're being honest. So you think that this only applies to certain people. Um, I can't yeah. see Jadakiss doing no shit like this. Cause <laughs> I, Jada, Jada, Jadakiss and Styles... Jadakiss is going to get those motherfucking Swiss beats beats forever, though. Yes. <laughs> and Styles, Styles P even admitted, he said, I, I can't, I'm not going to rap like that. He said, and because he said, I can't. He said, I know I cannot make a, well, a fucking song like Lil Uzi Vert. I, that's just not yeah. what I can do. And I, um, I agree with Style. I'm glad he wouldn't try no shit like that. Yeah. Well, I think it works because an artist like Eminem, his whole thing was he can flow to any type of beat. Like, his whole career was I can keep switching my flow to whatever the fuck he put in front of me. Okay. Styles literally has the same fucking rhyme pattern and cadence on every single song. And it's dope, and, but that puts him in a particular lane. Mm. I think niggas like Eminem, you know what I'm saying? He can just fucking get on whatever. Like, I never thought Eminem would get on the fucking Mike Will made it beat. And he did. And he fucking killed it. You know what I'm saying? I think Mike Will is on this motherfucker like three or four times. So yeah. I think people like him, like, Jay can kind of do it. But, uh, not really. I gotta, I gotta check uh, who did 444. Because I think it was like a newer nigga that did it. No. So, well, I thought I thought really uh, Knife Wonder did majority of the productions. I mean, I have I. It was one dude that did the whole, basically the whole thing. Um, okay. And it might have been Knife Wonder. Matter of fact, I'm looking. It was No ID. No, no ID. ID. That's right. No ID. Go. But I mean, like that's kind of he kind of came up with Jay. So I mean, oh, yeah. I don't it think he's, the whole thing. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't think he's adapting or whatever. Like he did the Magna Carta shit and. Well, no. Matter of fact, I take it back. No, he did the um. Him and him and Beyonce did the Everything Is Love jump, and all those beats were fucking dope. And I, I mean, a little bit more than half of the album was 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 cool. You know what I'm saying? The, it just felt rushed. You know what I'm saying? But he can adapt to it too. So certain artists can do that. The weird thing about Magna Carta is, is that it wasn't necessarily like Mike Will and like Zaytoven making the beats. It was the same people that he's always worked with, Timbaland. Swiss Beats and Pharrell, all three of them basically did majority of all those beats on Magna Carta. True, um, but they just kind of you know changed it up uh, a little bit. Yeah, I think Mike Will did one of them. Um, I can't remember. I can't remember the names of any of these fucking songs except on the run. But I know Mike Will did one of them. But yeah, I think Timberland did a bunch of them. So yeah, it was basically the same niggas. So okay, but, so we we agree that you know certain certain rappers they can't adapt with the times. Some can't. Okay. Yeah, but I mean, but matter of fact, like with Nas, I don't expect mm. that nigga to do. It. You know what I'm saying? He doesn't have to. That nigga's so dope at rapping. He can. Nas has rapped over trash beats his entire career, and we still laud this nigga as the dopest nigga to do it. You know what I'm saying? That's why I don't believe that this uh this shit that he gave Kanye was his real. I think I think what he gave Kanye wasn't like his real shit because you know he's Yo, supposed yeah to, you saw he's he's 
like literally working on another album. No, nah, that shit done, man. I mean, that, that nigga told us on the Don't DJ let, Cali nah, album. This nigga's been lying to us for two yeah, years. Yeah, that nigga, man. you, you mean to tell me your shit two years, you only had seven tracks? <laughs> Shut up, Nazir. <laughs> nigga, you out here doing any commercials? Like, nigga, get in the booth, nigga. <laughs> like, the fuck? You don't wait seven years to do seven tracks, nigga. You fucking put out goddamn Street Disciple. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> Uh, what did you think about that Nas album, by the way? What, Street Disciple? Nah, um, oh. the fuck is the name of that shit? Nazir. Nazir. The, the, the Kanye John. It was great. No, no, it was, it was great. No, excuse me. It was good. <laughs> okay. It was good, and that's no pun intended to good music. The only reason why I felt imbalanced about it was I just didn't want Kanye to fuck it up. I feel like that was the only person that was going to Make this, make this album horrible. Because my my expectations for the album, I I didn't expect too much from him. At first I did. But then when I realized Kanye was making the beats and gonna be have basically creative control, then I kinda scaled back and was like, okay, I'm not gonna rate this album as hard because I know how Kanye is such a narcissist. And he'll probably change some shit around and do this and do that. So I ain't really rated as high, but it was it was cool. I like uh, man. Like, out of so seven like, tracks, I like three three of them. Damn, that's that's not even half, my nigga. I mean, <laughs> dog, that's the thing with seven tracks though. Like if you got one or two bad songs, that makes the whole album look totally different. I did not like the fact that uh, the last track was cut short. Uh, dog, I'm not even gonna lie to you. I don't know the names of it. because it's fucking streaming shit. I don't know the names of any of these shits. Like Adam, what the fuck Adam was... and Eve and Simple Things. Um, those those are my two favorite tracks off of there. One of them has a uh, the next to last joint has a dream on it, right? Well, I think everything. Like a... Okay, okay. Adam and that's, Eve, that's Adam and Eve has a dream on it. Yeah. Okay. Everything Has I know that yeah, I remember yeah. the hook. Yeah, like that's my favorite. But I mean, I didn't like when they said he was coming out with a, a Kanye produced jump. Like I was like cool, but you know what I'm saying I was I was cool with it until I heard a Pusher jump, and then I was like, man, this is about to be a fucking classic. Like because like after Pusher, I was just like, okay, maybe Kanye is just back in his bag or whatever. And not fucking up. Yeah, and I mean, it's cool. Like, I, I rock with it. I heard it a bunch of times because it's like fucking 20 minutes long. So, I rock with it, but this ain't nowhere near fucking Nas's top three or no shit like that. Nas, Nas, seven album. That's why That's why when, when Nas came out and said he got another one coming. Mm-hmm. Um, like a know. real jump. You know what I'm yeah. No fucking EP shit. Yeah, I figured that you know this was just something like I'm gonna I'm gonna just go in the booth real quick, give Kanye some bullshit, and yeah, I feel like this took like a week to record. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But yo, all right, so we kind of deviated from the Eminem jump, right? Uh-huh. Yo, I, I'm willing to say as an Eminem fan that this Eminem album is the best shit he's put out since Relapse. Like, are you are you there with me? Or are you? Yes, I'm there with you. Okay. Definitely there, and um, I mean, I'm, I'm like I said, I'm I'm thoroughly impressed. I'm impressed, and I'm not gonna say Kamikaze. Kamikaze is not better than his 
his uh his other shit. And I'll and I'll for the people out there, let me give you uh my favorite Eminem um albums in no yep. particular order either. And either right. and I'm I'm gonna even include and, and tell me tell me how many of them are classics too when you do it. Oh no, the ones I'm telling you are the classic ones. Okay, gotcha. And I'm and I'm including compilation type albums too. Okay. With it. No particular order. I'm gonna go definitely Eminem show, Slim Shady LP, Marshall Mathers LP. That's three. I'm gonna put relapse in there. Definitely gonna put relapse in there because it was a comeback. And his compilation album classic, D12 Devil's Night. Classics. Instant classics. <laughs> I would play them shits front to back. I have every single hard copy. Um I matter of fact, I need to buy another D12. Uh, actual physical copy because that shit is all scratched the fuck up. But those are um, my favorite Eminem joints. Um, definitely classics, especially that D12 Devil's Night. God, Devil's Night was a fucking whole jam. But I mean, niggas heard the fucking my band joint and you know kind of thought it was just gonna be like a parody album. But nah, that shit was an actual jam, for real. No, yeah, Devil's Night was nowhere near. Um, that that second D twelve album. Uh yeah, I don't even know. America, I don't know the name of it. You mean uh D twelve world? Yeah yeah yeah. There you go. It was no. Oh no shit! There. I'm getting them mixed up. Yeah. There yeah you go. no 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 no. Yeah yeah yeah. Devil's Night had purple pills. There yeah. Fight music. That was the one that had the fucking Limp Biscuit this at the end of it, right? Limp Biscuit, yep. Yeah okay. Yeah okay. Yeah I got you. Yeah. Um. Listen, man, like, and and no, I'm not even being hyperbolic, dog. The best rap album I've ever heard in my life is the Eminem show. Straight up. that Like, that's number one, period. Like, maybe Ready to Die is below it, but that's the best rap album I've ever heard in my life. So, like, Eminem show, I got uh, Marshall. Yeah, I got Marshall Mathers. Then I got Relapse, and I got Slim Shady. You know what I'm saying? Like, he has, he, he's done it, man, but, you know what I'm saying? It, it it just kind of seemed like it was kind of the end of the run for him. You know what I'm saying? Like, he just kind of aged out of the music. But yeah. Man, this nigga came back with a fucking vengeance, dog. And then I'd probably say, um, I'd probably say the best feature Eminem has is probably off First, the Chronic nah, 2001. It's not- Nah, it's not even a, it's not even an argument, dog. Like, I'm sorry. Like, you're wrong. <laughs> what? His best feature verse? His best feature? Best feature yeah. verse, yeah. Yeah, it's not even an argument. It's Renegade. Oh, point blank, yeah. point blank. It's <laughs> like, hell yeah, <laughs> yo. And I mean, the, the shit you talk about, yeah, was dope as fuck. But the <laughs> shit on Renegade was some other level shit because Jay's verses were fucking classic, and Eminem still rapped ten times better than that nigga, dog. Yeah, okay. That yeah. shit was fucking yeah. amazing. Does it make you feel, you know, does it make you feel a way that originally that was supposed to be Royce the 5'9 and Eminem? Um, Imagine how that song would sound now. I heard that story. Uh, Kind of, I guess. But, dog, Jay brought it too. You know what I'm saying? Eminem was going to murder anybody that got on that track, point blank. It it, it didn't matter who it would have been. And Royce is one of the only niggas that can, like, Get on a level with Eminem, but he would have got he would have got the fucking work too. Okay, like that nigga was in a that nigga was possessed when he did that shit. He was, yes. Renegade. Okay, we put Renegade one, and then uh, two. I'll put what's the difference. 
And then three, I put forgot about Drake. Okay, uh, that's fair. Um, I would say, uh, features. Man, like I, I like the. You remember the joint off of um, the Dead Ron joint, the Biggie joint? Oh yeah. Oh shit. Yeah. Oh, wait, wait, wait. That might that that might need to be. That might need to be two, man. I mean, no. No only reason why I say that shit might need to be two because. Like Biggie's verse, <laughs> first of all, <laughs> thank God that song they come out there in the Me Too movie. Yeah, hell <laughs> because, yeah! <laughs> literally, Biggie was talking about raping a woman. <laughs> yeah, sticking fucking broomsticks or some shit or whatever the fuck. Like, yeah, and the nigga said, I, 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 "I'm using rubber so they won't trace the semen." I mean, yeah. I, I'm like, God Flip damn! The wrist a little sis after I hit the clip. Yo, my he nigga, said, what are you talking about? He said, "Push the." <laughs> Take a Gucci bag and a North Face off a back. <laughs> yeah, he was he was savage in that motherfucker. So, like, he, but the crazy thing was, the only reason Eminem verse was better is because Biggie, I don't know when they recorded that shit. Did, did they, you think they recorded that shit, you know, while Biggie was still alive? I mean, no, nah, while, nah. while Biggie and Eminem were in the same studio together is basically what I'm saying. Oh, nah. I, I think Biggie was dead when he did that shit. Well, when M put it, you know what I'm saying, like, later his verse Okay, down. so... Okay, that's that's the only part that I'm kind of confused about because Biggie died in 96. 97. Uh, Pac died in 96. Well, quote-unquote, Pac, yeah. quote unquote, died in 96. Yeah, Pac moved to Cuba in 96. Exactly. All right, Biggie died in 97... So he had and, that verse. He had that verse already written, right? And uh, "Born Again" came out in '99, which is correct. Basically, when Eminem M&M. popped off, you know what I'm saying. So I feel like M did it like in '90. You know what I'm saying? Maybe '98, but probably sometime in '99. Okay. Okay. I'm I'm just trying to because it sounds like it sounds like you know Biggie was in the booth with Eminem. And M dropped yeah, his it, verse. It's a very cohesive song. Yeah, yes. absolutely. M. It sounded like M dropped his verse, and then Biggie was like, "Oh shit, this what this this what we doing? Oh yeah, let me go back and rewrite my shit because Eminem talking violent. I can talk violent too. That's what uh, it sounded like. It did, uh, but I think M heard the verses and was like, "Oh, this what we talking about? Yo, I can take this ten times up." You know what I'm <laughs> <laughs> uh, man, to all the Biggie fans, though, side note. This is just a reminder that Biggie did the Brooklyn Spiners don't with Jay Z, and Jay Z came with it, and Biggie had to rewrite all his verses. And <laughs> that's just me saying stuff because I don't really like Jay Z, but I just wanted to point that out. Well, it doesn't, yeah. it doesn't matter because <laughs> Jay, Jay's from Brooklyn too, so you know they probably be like, "Uh, the win win for them." Yeah, yeah, bum ass Brooklyn. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, nah, like yo, M. Dog, to have M on your features, man, is you accepting that you're about to get killed. Straight up. Yeah. But, um, so let's talk about on this Kamikaze album, why he, why he made this album. Do you feel like he needed to, if he knew, if, first off, do you think Eminem believes in himself that Revival was whack? Because there would be no point of him, like Paul said, there would be no point of you coming out with this Kamikaze album 
if yeah. you wholeheartedly didn't believe your shit was whack? Or do you think he, he really thought Revival was a great album? And he's basically shitting on people like, fuck y'all. Y'all want to say I ain't this, I ain't that, man. I'm finna shit on all y'all motherfuckers. Like, do you really think he thought Revival was good? Man, I think he looked at it in the context of his actual rapping ability. So I think he was hurt because it looked like a fucking attack on him as a rapper, not him as a musician. So I think he was like, you know what I'm saying? You're saying revival is whack means you're saying my rapping skills are whack, which is not what we were doing at all because he was rapping his ass off. It just didn't, it wasn't, it wasn't good. You know what I'm saying? Sonically, it just didn't sound good. The songs but, weren't good. Is basically what we're saying. Exactly. The songs you know what I'm weren't good. The beats weren't good. Yeah. So I think he looked at it as, man, if you're attacking my songs, you're attacking me as a rapper, and what I am, and at my fucking at my fucking core is a fucking rapper, like a rapper's rapper. So I think he was pissed off about that. I think he was legitimately hurt by that shit. You know who you know who gets the same way, and he he's about to start coming back after you, motherfuckers. Mm. He from Detroit too. You know who gets that way? Ugh, don't say it. Yeah, don't that nigga it. Big Sean, man. He say I'm don't tired. Of, I'm tired of y'all niggas. Tired of y'all niggas talking about Kendrick. Wash me on goddamn control, and y'all disrespecting me. Talking about I'm weak. I'm the weakest yes. nigga in good music. Now fuck that. Yes. I tell y'all niggas I'm a rapper. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Big Sean get the same way. Oh my god! I'm tired of y'all niggas comparing him to Kenny. Why are we doing this? I don't know. <laughs> How did we get here? Like I've dedicated my life to not talk about Big Sean at all, but here we are. <laughs> Listen, yo, no. Big Sean get the same way. But but the, the difference between Eminem and Big Sean is a matter of talent. <laughs> One of them is talented. The other is Big Sean. I don't know what you want me to do with that. <laughs> oh my Jesus Christ! Okay, so you you okay? So it's not a matter of if people necessarily <laughs> like the album because he said the same thing about um what album did he say the same thing about? He even shit. I mean he doesn't like relapse. Yeah, yeah, that's album. That album. That's right. That's Which right. is crazy to me. That's right. Because that like motherfucker relapse. was incredible. Okay, that's right. I remember him saying that. Yeah, and like relapse though, I get why people that aren't um, Eminem like fan fans. You know what I'm saying? Like I get why they don't like it, but dog, as far as a concept album, he what he was trying to accomplish, that shit was amazing, dog. Nigga rapped the whole time with a fucking accent and was still better than every single rapper in the world. Okay, in the world, this okay. was like Lil Wayne time in okay. the world. Okay. Okay, so okay, so so it, it like I said, so it's so like you said, it's not a matter of, you know, necessarily the album itself. I guess he's cool with that, but I guess he felt a personal attack against yeah, his rhyming skills, which is why we have this album Kamikaze today. Yeah, which I feel is I'm like not really substantiated because nobody has ever said Eminem can't rap. You know what I mean? But I think he took. Uh, revival as an indictment on his rapping ability when nobody said that it was his rapping ability that, you know what I'm saying, made that album whack. 
People but, did say that though. They said that this hurts his but, legacy. Yeah, they, but they were saying, you know what I'm saying, the track list and the pop stars and the songs that he was making. Nobody said like literally his rapping ability was was trash. Like I I I haven't heard that. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? But I've heard that the album itself was garbage because of the way that he, you know what I'm saying, put it out, you know what I'm saying, and and went about doing these songs and the, the topics he was talking about. But, Hold on one second, man. Yeah. All right, we good. So, um, so you basically saying, okay, I understand, you know, how tarnishing his legacy. I mean, I mean that that's what people were saying. They were saying that his legacy was tarnished because of that album and – um, certain certain individuals were saying that, and I yeah. guess that's our next segue. The people that he was talking about on his album, who he came at everybody on that motherfucker. Although you said some interesting things, uh, you said Machine Gun Kelly. First off, I I didn't know Machine Gun Kelly was still alive. He said <laughs> something about Eminem. All right, so I thought whole... this nigga. I, I'm surprised he hasn't overdosed on cocaine and crystal meth yet. I mean, me I, too. Me too. I mean, I didn't know he was Cleveland. Ain't shit else to do there. You know what I'm saying? Unless he took he all that bad boy money and spent it on drugs. I, I honestly <laughs> thought that's what happened to Machine Gun Kelly. <laughs> I mean, the nigga's cool with DMX, so. Oh, yeah. shit. Oh, yeah. shit. <laughs> but, not nah, like the Machine Gun Kelly shit, like when M hit at him on whatever track it was, I, I still don't know a track list, but um, Machine Gun Kelly was talking about his daughter. And that's Ooh. the one thing you don't fucking do around Eminem. Wait, you know why, wait, why would Machine Gun Kelly say something about his daughter? So, like, Haley was, I guess, like, 16 or something at this point. So, I guess, four or five years ago. And Machine Gun Kelly was talking about, oh, she's hot as shit. Oh, I do remember that. She had, yeah. like, a picture. She posted a picture on, like, the internet. And Machine Gun Kelly, like, was, like, yeah. saying, like, derogatory comments under the picture. Yeah, and oh. you you absolutely don't fucking do that with Eminem. Dog. Well, you don't do that to a sixteen year old girl in your life. Yes, 20, absolutely. And you're absolutely. twenty you're a grown man making derogatory comments to a sixteen year old. First of all, that's that's pedof- pedophilia how do you say the word? Pedophilia. <laughs> pedophilia, yeah. 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 Like you don't do you know that. What I'm saying? So it's that, trash that's... on so many levels. <laughs> But if you're a rapper and you're doing this to a rapper's daughter who has been known to fucking destroy people, uh, you you kind of want your career to just die at that point. Okay, I you know okay saying? I forgot he did that. Well, mm-hmm. I I now I remember him saying something like that. But yeah, yeah, you don't, yeah, you don't, you don't do that. Yeah, man. You but... see, you saw how Dwayne Wade uh, was about to beat uh, Jimmy Butler's ass <laughs> when he made a comment about Gabrielle when he uh. Yeah, he put he post Gabrielle Union posted a picture, people, and Jimmy Butler put a. God, well, damn. He, he said, "God damn!" And Dwayne Wade was like, "Yeah, you say something about my wife again?" And blah 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 blah. Like, shut the fuck up, Dwayne Wade. You won't go do shit. I'm, I mean, listen, Jimmy Butler would beat the shit out of Dwayne Wade right now. <laughs> like, that nigga won't go do nothing. Ah, shit, like. Yo, I convinced myself that I could beat the shot Dwayne Wade, even though he's fucking 6'4 and much more athletic than I'll ever be. Yeah, sitting here talking about he was going to do the good, the bad, the ugly. This is an old I, school I, nigga. Yo, he said that shit like an old man, too. I'll show you the good, the bad, the ugly. <laughs> 44, 57. Like, nigga, what the fuck you talking about, 
Oh my god, yo, yeah. Okay, so, so you said G Easy said something? Yeah, yo, M. Uh, fuck, Machine Gun Kelly caught it from everybody Friday, dog. Oh, okay, okay. G Easy said something to Machine Gun Kelly, not Eminem. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, okay, okay. Dog, like, so I get, I don't know what the fuck happened because I don't keep in, you know what I'm saying? I'm not in in tune with like what right rappers are doing, but so uh, I guess G Easy has a problem with Machine Gun Kelly, and G Easy fucking gave Machine Gun Kelly and Funk Master Flex these bars. <laughs> so, but sure, I'm like, sure, Flex I didn't love that. I'm sure. Like, drop a bob in that shit, motherfucker. But I'm like, yo, I didn't really realize Machine Gun Kelly was still popping to this extent. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I thought he was done, man. I mean, I, 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 I ain't heard too. from the dude. I don't know. I, don't I mean, maybe maybe he runs in, in white circles, man. Like, because I, I don't know what's going on. Like, nobody black knows what's going on with Machine Gun Kelly. Well, like, also, he is from Cleveland. So when LeBron left, every, everybody else forgets everything that exists in Cleveland. So... I mean, yeah, all Cleveland got now is Bone and Kid Cudi. That's it. Not even Bone. I think Crazy lives in L.A. Well, God. You know we're, what? We're still there. We're should flesh. <laughs> I, I was trying to make that joke before you did. Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah, Wish is definitely still there. But nah, Cleveland is a place where niggas try to move out. You know what I'm saying? Oh, uh, but goddamn, like, Machine Gun Kelly's still there, though. Yeah. No, I... I yeah, I, I don't. I don't keep up with him. I don't know anything about him. I don't listen I, to his music. I don't care to listen to his music. Uh, G Easy, mean or Machine Gun Kelly? Machine Gun Kelly. Oh, gotcha. G Easy too. I'm not. I was about oh, to say man. like I don't. I don't really know that much about him. I, I know like all his shit fucking sells for some reason because he's like a. He looks like fucking young Frank Sinatra and shit. Yeah, he's a. He's from. I think Oakland or some shit. He's uh, he is from Oakland. Yes. Gotcha. Yeah. Oh, okay. So what did uh, what what did Jeezy say about Machine Gun Kelly? Um, fuck. Like, uh, I think he was just replying to what Machine Gun said. Uh, M- MGK. Like, I'm not saying this nigga's full name. Uh, but. I think he said something about G Easy, and it's 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 a bunch of white hype. I I I don't really know. Okay, okay. <laughs> I just know like he gave him bars, and I don't even remember what the bars were. Okay, okay. Hmm. Um, how you feel about him coming at Joe Budden? Ooh, I am here for this battle, dog. First of all, that nigga was mad. Pissed off Eminem is the Eminem that we don't deserve, but that we need. You know what I'm saying? That's the hero we fucking need. But, yo, I I want Joe Budden to respond so bad. I want this to be a fucking battle because this will be so fucking... This will be on fucking Nas and Jay-Z level. Okay, you giving giving Joe Budden that much credit. I'm Yeah, I'm giving Joe Budden a chance because the way Joe Budden says things is... It's analytical, and that nigga might break down Eminem for a second until Eminem comes back and destroys that nigga's whole life. But yo, that's but 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 like, where where do you go though? You know what I'm saying? If Eminem, is, his homeboy is Royce, Royce's homeboy is 
You know what I'm saying? Joe Budden. So how does that even play out? You know what I'm saying? Like voice is more close than to him than Yeah, true. Yeah. But I mean how how big would this beef get if like Joe were to respond? I mean, are niggas gonna pull up on niggas? You know what I'm saying? He was signed to M's label. I don't know how close they were or how in touch they were with each other. According, but... according to Joe Budden, him and M, they they weren't close at all. They just kind of was just like Joe was just you know part of the group. It was almost like uh, Joe and Eminem's relationship is kind of like a uh, hmm hmm shit. It'd be kind of like fucking. Can't even think. I want to say I can't think. I can't think of a good comparison. But just saying, essentially, like the slaughterhouse shit. M was close to just Royce, and that was it. Like, he, yeah. Okay. Now I got you on that. Yeah. Um, I mean, but that would be a dope ass battle, dog. Because, like I said, I was telling you, Tyler ain't gonna fucking come back on M like that. If anything, Tyler's gonna laugh at it. Yeah, he'll probably do some. Trolling shit. Of course, that's that's what we do. Um. Oh, I got I, mean? I got my example. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Joe and Eminem's relationship is basically like Tiger and Birdman. <laughs> that's 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 how that's how close they were. You know, Tiger Tiger was more close to Wayne, but you right. know he probably never even he probably saw Birdman the whole time he was signed to fucking Young Money. He probably saw Birdman maybe like twice. <laughs> probably, Hopefully. probably talk, probably talk to him maybe once. Other than that, he he don't really he ain't really fuck with Bird. Birdman. Was collecting a check. <laughs> I mean, apparently ain't nobody fucking with Birdman. <laughs> yeah, man. Nah, yeah, like that's that's a, that's a good comparison, man. Um, but nah, like Joe Button lives for fucking beef, dog. He remember that nigga had fucking four disses to Drake and. Drake never responded, but he kept dissing him because what the fuck else is there to do? The only thing with Joe Budden is, like, yeah, he loves the beef, but Joe Budden would never take it to the next level. Next level meaning what? On some Game and 50 shit. Like, oh, game, when, like when, nigga shooting outside of Hot 97. Man, anytime Game start beefing with a nigga, I'll be like, yo, this nigga, like, Game, can you at least give me, like, one more classic album before you go to jail? Cause game, he'll do that shit. Yes, <laughs> Joe Budden. I think Joe Budden would just keep it rap. I don't. I think he'll just keep it rap. He'll keep it beef. Um, like yeah, I don't yeah, see with him. Other rappers, man. Like again, like Eminem said, the only people he actually hits are the the women he dates. Which uh, <laughs> that was that was a great line. Nigga, that shit. You know what I'm saying? Woo. Bring up domestic violence. Let's talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> Which is kind of weird coming from a rapper who yeah, made a whole that made song. Kim. That about, made Kim. <laughs> he, he made a whole song about your baby mama being in the trunk while you're riding around having a, a day with your yeah. daughter. <laughs> Yesterday, I changed your diaper. Shut up, bitch. Like, yo. I mean, yeah. That, that one, but no, the, that one. And the, the irony fir- is crazy on that. And the first one. The first one off the uh, Slim Shady LP, just the two Bonnie of class. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where he, yeah. he's riding around, spending a day with his daughter <laughs> while the baby mother's in the trunk. Jesus <laughs> yo, this is yo. I feel like this is probably 
problematic, but yo, that shit was hilarious, dog. That shit is a fucking classic, and I don't give a fuck. Especially when and, he was uh when he was when they went to go throw her in the ocean, he was like, okay, one, two, three, <laughs> we. <laughs> they called Swami floating in the ocean. No more. <laughs> That's the uh, Eminem we grew up with. That's the Eminem we love, dog. I mean, yeah. He but I mean, yo. That shit. <laughs> Say what? That's the Eminem we love, and we glad that's in a time capsule. Yeah, Because man. that shit would, would not come out today. Hell, hell no. Like, they what, slandering this dude up. Nah, they slandering this dude over him uh, going to Tyler and... Using the F word, you know what I'm saying? Like, even though yeah. he, he I mean, blanked it out and, and he was saying it in reference to, he was basically flipping Tyler's bars and it's still kind of whack, but I'm like, you know what I'm saying? What did Tyler say about, I missed all of this shit. Was this shit happening on social media? What what did Tyler say about Eminem? Nah, I, um, oh, oh, uh, Emma, uh, Tyler was, uh, he's been criticized, like, so Tyler is a a big Eminem fan apparently, and he's been criticizing M since the the Shady Fifteen John, um, like the compilation John. You remember? Yeah, that it was basically yeah. a greatest hits album. Yeah, but I think the that had guts over fear, or some shit like that. Um, so he was like, "What the fuck is this?" And then when Walk Over uh, Walk on Water dropped, Tyler was like, "What the fuck am I listening to?" Or some shit like that. And M just was, and Tyler didn't fucking like revival, and M just fucking went off on that nigga. Hmm. Honestly, like the best line on that whole fucking uh, Kamikaze album is when that nigga couldn't get Earl Sweatshirt's name right. He was like Earl the Sweatshirt or whatever the fuck that nigga's name is. Like, that shit fucking had me rolling, dog. But nah, hey, man, like, it's good. I, I like I like the fact that. One thing I do like about Eminem, um, and motherfuckers, y'all, for all you Drake people out there, and, and even even Jay people, well, no, Jay dropped a couple of names, but Eminem's not afraid to drop the name. Drake Drake gonna drop subs. Like, is he talking about him or is he talking about him? You know, Drake That's will never know. Like, Drake ain't uh, gonna answer. Like, yeah, I was talking about him. No, 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 no. Say the name, Drake. Drop the fucking name. <laughs> Say it. Yeah. Don't be dropping no fucking subs. Uh, I remember when um, although although some a lot of a lot of Drake subs. One thing I will say about with Drake subs, they are very clever and very calculated. On the uh, fuck for sometimes, free. yeah, for the uh, for free track with uh on DJ Cali joint, yeah, he threw a sub at DJ Drama. Hold on, like when on uh, on the um. The part where he said last last summer I had drama girl, but not right now. DJ I, drama. I never caught that. Yes, I never caught that. Exi- yeah, I know. DJ drama used to date a. I, I think she was a stripper or, I don't know. He used to date somebody and her name was Summer. Oh. And Drake okay. said last summer I had drama girl. But not right now, as in saying, yeah, last summer I had drama with a girl. I had drama in my life, but now I don't have drama. So yeah. basically, he was saying, like, yeah, last summer drama, I had your girl. 
but now I don't gotta. So Drake Drake <laughs> is great for throwing subs for fucking other people's girls. You, you know what Drake isn't good at? <laughs> uh, keeping yeah. his child hidden? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, I wasn't going quite that way, but that's true too. Or, I mean, you know, or taking care of his child, just period, because he's met Mike twice. <laughs> he's also not good at replying to Pusha T because what the fuck? Like, stop being a bitch. Um, yeah. So, w- would you give that to Drake? He's good at good at subs, subliminal. Oh, he's great. He's great at subs. He's just not great at fucking responding to niggas that expose him. Hmm. He's he's good. He's good on the offensive. I'll put it like that. When a nigga comes at him, though. Nah, he's not good at that. Not so good at that. Yeah, um, yeah. Joe Budden came at him. Butcher. I want to say somebody else probably did come at Drake. Common. Well, I don't know if that counts. I mean, I guess it does. But, I mean, in my opinion, he handled Common. And he handled me, uh, obviously. But, nigga, where are you with Pusha? Like, the nigga's going at Kanye now. Like, that's... That's the weakest shit I've ever seen in my life, dog. Um, who else did Eminem go after? I gotta, I gotta go back and re-listen to the album. I had to, oh, I had to go back the... and re-listen to the lyrics, cause um, I've only listened to the album uh, all the way through, um, basically one time, and I just was, I didn't really, you know, dodge into the lyrics that much, but yeah. cause I was so impressed over the beats and yeah. some of the rhyme patterns that he was saying. I was just impressed. I was mainly was impressed by the beats. And yeah, the shit was fucking just amazing that he decided to, you know what I'm saying, utilize these new niggas, you know what I mean? So I, I, I was, so I, I, you know, I'm going to go back and um, listen to the stuff that he actually was saying, but I didn't have any expectations for this shit. Nah, not at all. Like, I well, first of all, I didn't know it was coming out, but man, it was a whole jam though. You know what um, I'm saying? Who else did he talk about? Uh, I heard he. I mean, he had a couple uh, shots at Drake for real, which I I'm not even understanding like why. Yeah, I don't I don't understand why either. Um, let's see. Like we talk about Ooh. Button, uh, that old nigga Lord Jamar, like he killed that nigga. <laughs> Uh, Charlemagne got a couple, you know what I'm saying, shots. Uh, I feel like Charlemagne don't count. You know, Charlemagne, he he, he love that shit. Yeah, Charlemagne's he, he in that much... business of, you know, he and that yeah, that, that's what you do when you're a fucking snake ass, fucking grimy bitch ass nigga. You know what I'm saying? Who's Yeah, I can't stand that motherfucker, dog. Like, yo, you're like niggas that comport themselves as assholes or truth tellers or just fucking socially inept and what the fuck like you're doing this because you can't fucking handle real relationships fuck that nigga dog I really don't like that dude what, what, what like, are you talking about what do you, what do you do just his general yo just him his whole explanation of like I, I'm not an asshole I just tell the truth like yo you fucking sit here and try to embarrass niggas on live radio fuck out of here man I just don't respect that dude. Like honestly, you talking about with the donkey of the day and all that shit? 
just all of it because it's he's that nigga that's like like if I'm gonna say something bad about this nigga or derogatory like it's just me being real quote unquote you know what I'm saying but like when niggas call him out on it it's like nah you know what I'm saying I'm I'm not disrespecting you I'm not a hater I'm just trying to be real like hmm. nah like you're a fucking jerk dog like, mm. look at the way he treated Lil Mama, and then look at the way he bitched up when he, when uh, DMX was on there and Massive P was on there. Like, nah, keep it consistent. If you want to talk about niggas, talk about niggas. But mm. if you want to, you know what I'm saying, keep it all the way 100. Dog, like, stop being a bitch when real niggas check you. Mm. Like, he shuts the fuck up when, like, real niggas talk about that nigga. But niggas like Lil Mama and, and fucking uh, Young Berg or some shit, like, he's... He's always clowning, you know what I'm saying? Like, hmm. fuck that dude, man. Remember when, that Gucci, niggas, remember when Gucci checked him? Exactly. And that, w- what'd that nigga do? Well, Not I think, a I think goddamn every, I, think, I think everybody would have been. <laughs> well, yeah, true. <laughs> that nigga Gucci true. Like, You think I finna talk about that? Huh? That nigga gave a fucking death stare to that fucking Angela. <laughs> I kill everybody up in here. <laughs> like, nigga, I will push you out of a fucking moving car. Like, you don't know who I am, nigga. <laughs> nigga said, you think I'm finna talk about that? Yeah, that room got quiet as shit. Wait, hold on. Oh. <laughs> shit. No, nah, but I mean, like, yo, two-thirds of that fucking breakfast club are, are bitches. So, you know what I'm saying? Because Envy ain't no better. Hmm. You know, I I never I never thought about that. I me personally, I I don't have a problem with Charlemagne because I I don't look at it the way that you look at it. I I really just look right. at it as a nigga who just he a radio personality and he he's kind of like a star. You remember Star? Yeah. 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 You ain't fuck with Star. <laughs> I, I no, I'm not. <laughs> oh wait, I okay. Besides the shit that he did with Aaliyah. Mm, nah, I mean, what else is there to talk about? Yeah, I, fig- I figure that's why you really don't fuck with him. <laughs> nah, man. That Aaliyah nah, like, shit was, that, that yeah. Aaliyah shit did, you know, yeah, that that was kind of, that's when, that's when, like, but that's the problem, like, when you, when you make a career off offending people, which Eminem does, this, this could segue to Eminem. Eminem made his career being so offensive. When do you really toe the line? Like we said, like, what's what's more offensive? The shit that Star did when he was making fun of Aaliyah's death or Eminem literally making a song with him killing the mother of his child? Like, it's like, where do you, where do you, where do you really toe the line when right. you make a career off offending people? Like, that's what you do. So there are two different ways of thinking about that like okay. so one is listen if you're gonna do it do it all the fucking way okay you know what i'm saying like to go back to Charlemagne, like yo if you're gonna like be this asshole or whatever do it to everybody you know what i'm saying don't do it to people that you know you can get away with it with okay and then number two i mean if it's funny you can get away with it because kim was funny i'm sorry <laughs> like you know what i'm saying like yo that's the disturbing. thing. Like, that, very disturbing. Very disturbing. And <laughs> I, I think it, like, the, the censor version of that album, like, it got taken off. But, dog, if you do something and it's funny, then you're good. Like, if we laugh at it, you're good. 
But nah, if you do something and it's just straight up, oh wow, this nigga is fucking wildin', then you can't fucking do it. That's how I look at it. You know what I'm saying? Okay. But you know what I'm saying? Fuck Charlemagne. Straight up. On this podcast, I said it. Hey man, hey, hey man. You hey man, you know I whatever you say, man, hey man, I don't got no problem. That's how you feel. That's how you feel, bro. Man, let me get famous. I'm pulling up on all these niggas, man. Okay, I that but that was a good interesting. <laughs> that was a good interesting take. How you felt about somebody who makes a career off being offensive? And Eminem, he made his career. That's what pushed his career because he was somebody who would he would say fuck fuck it. I'm gonna say it. Yeah, I'm but I mean he's clever with it though. You know what I'm saying? Like, well, the f word like now, man, like. You can't really do that, man. Like, I think he still whole, would do it though. It, it, clearly, he did. You know what I'm saying? Like, he blanked it out, but hey, no, J Cole like, did it. <laughs> oh my god! Like, and everybody excuse that nigga. I never understood that. Like, explain that to me, sleep. <laughs> if you want to be, and I'm not saying, what, what do you really like? What do you? What is the point here? Like, what is the point you're trying to make, dog? But everybody was like, oh, nah, he's deep. He's trying to make a fucking point. Nah, fuck that. That nigga just wanted to say that word like 17 times in fucking six bars. Like, what the fuck you talking about, dog? (laughs) Uh, Okay. Hey, man, like like I said, you make a career off offending people, you know. Man, uh, if you make a career off offending people, like, just be, you know what I'm saying? Don't be surprised when nigga. yeah, be consistent, number one. And number two, don't be surprised when niggas pull up on you and try to fuck you. You know what I'm saying? Like, well, fuck, like fuck you up. <laughs> I'm saying, but okay. So even you know what I'm like Charlemagne got punched in the back of his head, and he's wondering why niggas did it. Like, nigga, you're a fucking asshole. You okay. Like, if you say offensive shit, then be prepared to get your ass whooped. And to that point, uh, Joe Budden, he doesn't necessarily say offensive shit. He just yeah, he shares. Do. Well, yeah, but is it more opinion? Because, you yeah, know, it's the, way, it. yeah. it's the way he says it. I think that's what he, it is. Nah, like, yeah. I think it's... I think we talked about this, dog. Like, the whole New York, New Jersey shit. Like, where these niggas get away from, like, for being assholes. Like, that's him. You know what I'm saying? He can say shit, and it's like, oh, I'm from fucking New York, New Jersey. So I can say this shit. Like, fuck no. You know what I'm saying? That's that's dumb as shit. And I fucking hate that shit. I really wish somebody would pull up on that nigga too. Somebody has. <laughs> what, the little kids that threw rocks at this shit? No, um, Dennis. Dennis pulled up on that nigga. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, but I mean, like, who's really gonna do shit though? Like, cause Migos, like, you know what I'm saying? Did some shit on that nigga too. Like, yo, you can't get away. Be- yo, if you're gonna be an asshole, you gotta suffer the repercussions of that shit, dog. And until you get your, until you get your, dog, until you get punched in the fucking face, then you can't really be an asshole, man. Like, okay. that shit fucking kills me. Like, niggas get away with shit without getting punched in the face. More niggas should get punched in the face. Star, I don't think, I think Star, I think, I think Star said he probably has been, people had ran up on him. I mean, cause you know he's always been, yeah, he's always I mean, been that nigga that's just yeah, he's an asshole. 
And also, like, my apologies to fucking Joe Budden because he did get pulled up on and punched in the face by yes. fucking uh, Ghostface or Ray yes. Dennis. Yeah. <laughs> my bad. Yeah, yeah. I just got that. All right. So, yeah, keep talking your shit. You know what I'm saying? But, yo, he ain't do shit back. So that makes him a bitch. But that that's why I said if Joe Budden, when you say is somebody going to pull up on somebody if him and him start beefing, no, he's not. Joe Budden is always just going to keep it wrapped. He ain't going to go to that extreme. I mean, yeah, he's also the nigga that gets punched in the face and doesn't do shit back. <laughs> ah, man, wow, Joe Budden is a bitch nigga. Ah, you bitch nigga. You only beat on women. Ah, look at you. <laughs> he's you only all bitch talk. made nigga. He's only all talk. Basically, literally, he's Man. literally all talk. He's just gonna yell. Like if he if he if he heard you saying that, all he's gonna do is just yell at you and. And I'm gonna punch him in the jaw, <laughs> and he's not gonna talk no more. No, nah, you bitch, man, nigga. Hey, Joe Budden. Hey, listen, 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 Joe Budden. Listen. <laughs> Pull up on me in Congress Heights, Southeast DC. <laughs> do that, like, do that immediately. Let me know. You know what I'm saying? At the fly hobo, that's my Twitter name. Like, just, just, like, just pull up on me. You know what I'm saying? We'll, we'll see who the fuck gets punched in the fucking jaw. Because it won't be me. It'll be you. You bitch made nigga. All right. Well, so, where are we at now? <laughs> and to be honest with you, I, if, you know, I wouldn't punch him in the jaw because I think, and this is just me being a weirdo and like, Watching people the way they they sit and stand and and their body structure, mm-hmm. I think that nigga Joe Budden has scoliosis. I'm just putting it out there. <laughs> Why? I think he does. I think he has a crooked spine. Just the way he stands, the way he care, the way he the way he sits, the way he stands, the way he walks. I think he has scoliosis. I think he has a cool <laughs> Oh, shit. I think. I, I just think he does. What made you think that? What made you think that, though? Oh, fuck. Because I remember, made... you remember... You remember the scoliosis test you had to get in PE? No. Where, they never tested what? you for scoliosis? What you you don't remember that? You never got tested for scoliosis. Hold on, I'm sorry. Like, wait, wait. There was a test. Yeah, there was a test. Um, scoliosis. Yeah, there's a scoliosis test that you got in PE every year. No. Well, they did in my school. In in wow. in middle school in middle school, it was a what test. Grade, like what grade was this? This was middle school. This was like sixth through the eighth grade. You had to get a scoliosis test every year. Hell no! It was. I thought Hell I thought this no. was a little worldwide mandatory no, shit. Like I've never. Like the first time I heard about scoliosis is my freshman year at ANC when a nigga that lived down the hall from me had scoliosis. I never heard of that shit until then. Yeah, they were testing. Vir- yeah, in Virginia, we had to get scoliosis tests. Virginia is a fucking wild state, my nigga. <laughs> like, <laughs> duh, I'm learning that day by day. I can't remember how they would test us. All I remember was they would make us lift our shirts up. We had to sit. We had. I think we had to sit in a chair 
they would make us lift our shirts up and they would like take some type of light and they would just like shine it on our back to see if our spine was crooked. So they, they're basically like looking at you to make sure your spine ain't doing the fucking Superman logo. Correct. What the fuck? They had to make no. sure your spine wasn't crooked. And if it was, then they would, you know, say send a note to your parents to say like, hey, your child is in danger of having scoliosis. You might want to seek this, 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 that. Like, they did it every year that I was in middle school. Every single year. You had to get a scoliosis test. I, and you know what? I, 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 hey, like you said, Virginia's wow. a wild state, but we had to literally. Virginia is fucking wild. Hey, man. First of all, I, 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 oh. first, like, wait. All right, so I have so many questions, right? <laughs> Every student had to get it, too, and, at least in my middle school. Was like, that the only test they checked for? No, they checked for everything. They uh, they checked for that. They uh, they checked for it was it was part of like our physical fitness test and PE. They checked for other stuff too. Okay, well I'm gonna tell you this: like clearly, Maryland middle schools didn't give a fuck about the people they they fucking check, because <laughs> like, we had none of that shit. We had no motherfucking body check us, and like if. I can very, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, me and uh, the homeboy Juan went to the same middle school. Like, I I don't remember any of this shit happening. Any of this shit. Damn, bro. They checked us every single year. Uh, Well, God. Virginia is fucking weird, man. Like, Virginia has, like, four different places. Like, it's all, it's like Northern Virginia, it's Richmond, it's like the seven cities. And then the place you were at. (laughs) (laughs) Dog, the shit is weird. Also, yo, like what, like what, uh, what was elementary school, like what grades were elementary school and what grades were middle school to you? Middle school was sixth, seventh, and eighth. Elementary was fifth, was kindergarten to fifth grade. To fifth, okay. Yo, that's another thing I realized. Like everybody has different fucking ways of, chopping that shit up because like in nashville it's like elementary is kindergarten to fourth middle school is uh fifth through eighth and then high school is ninth through twelfth but like in maryland it's like middle school is fucking literally seven and eighth you know what i'm saying like elementary in uh maryland is kindergarten through six okay I think we had one, well, no, 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 never mind, never mind. That was a private school. Private school was, a, you know, everything. Uh, yeah, yeah, like, my, private my school. private school was, like, kindergarten through 12, so. Yes, yes, our private school, our, our private school was that, too. Shout out to Thon Maker, because he went to uh, Carlisle in uh, Martinsville. For real? Yeah. Ah, shut up. Yeah, he went to Carlisle. He went to Carlisle High School. Thon Maker. I didn't know he went to any school in America, but okay. Um. Uh. Yeah. 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 So yeah, Joe Budden. <laughs> I think Joe Budden has scoliosis. I swear, <laughs> I think he does. I think he does. So don't punch him in I the mean, face. Punch him in the back. Oh God. Um, but I mean, like, what, like, what, like, what makes you think that? Because the way he sits, the way he sits, the way he stands, and the way his body is structured, he does not have good posture. 
That's 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 <laughs> and one of the reasons the, the one of the ways you could tell somebody one of the ways you can get scoliosis is not having good posture. If you're always leaning over, if you're always scrunching over all the time, especially at a young age, like that's why people always say when you sit, you should always, you know, sit up straight. Don't slouch over. If you slouch over from as from a young adolescent to your adult years, your spine becomes crooked, and that's how you get scoliosis from slouching over like the way you sit. The way you sit at a table, if you're always slouching over, it, as the beginning of a young child, you could develop scoliosis. And just watching Joe Budden, the way he sits, <laughs> he sits like somebody who has scoliosis. That's just, that's just my, my education for you people out there. Because I've seen it. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. Like... The, kid, the, the kid, the the young man that you said that has scoliosis in the dorm room, did he sit? Did he sit linked over? Um, or you, you I know, don't. You don't remember. I remember him like standing at like a weird angle, like kind of like his shoulders were slumped. Yes. But nah, I. Yeah, I, that's I because don't, his spine. You know what I'm saying? Your body. I, I don't know why it happens like that, but like I said, they said that's how you develop scoliosis. Like if you don't have good posture and you're always sitting slanted over, slouched over. It's like your your spine just I don't know, it just it becomes crooked. And so every time you sit down, it looks like you're crooked. It looks like it look it basically looks like one side of your body weighs more than the other. That's what it looks like. Ah, <laughs> oh, that sounds like such a funny disease that like I don't want to laugh at niggas but That's what that's... happens. Yeah, that's scoliosis. <laughs> ah, like me your fucking spine is crooked. <laughs> exactly, and I I think Joe Budden has that. <laughs> just, I I wasn't ready for that. <laughs> I mean, maybe he does. You know what I'm saying? I mean, the nigga was also on Dippers, so you know, he also nigga, was addicted to Angel Dust. Well, yeah, Dippers. Oh, I, I didn't oh, know. Well, that. I'm sorry, like DC slang, like Angel Dust. People still do that. <laughs> Apparently, like, why would you want to do that though? Like, all the drugs you could do, like, you want to do that one? Can um, you can you explain to the people out there exactly what Angel Dust is for the young folks out there? Um, yeah, Angel you, Dust cause is you, what because you got to remember the, the young folks out here. They think the only drug exists is Zans. People don't even say Molly's anymore. They just think the only drug out there is Zans. Yeah, like yo, Molly. You know what I'm saying? Y'all need to do more Molly. But, um, like, no, like, uh, Angel Dust is, uh, basically PCP. You know what I'm saying? It's a hallucinogen, um, and it's, like, people, like, rolling in a weed sometimes. It's, I don't know how, like, the format it comes in, but it's some shit that makes you fucking hallucinate or hallucinate, hallucinate, whatever, and fucking go crazy, and it's, it's like not even a good crazy though. It's not even like fucking L- LSD or whatever the fuck. But it's it's like a it's a drug that people that have nothing to live for do. Yeah. So, but these young kids out here, man, all they do is Zans. Like that's the new drug now, Zans. Which I don't know why Zans. Zan, I don't I don't even hear these young kids talk about Percocets anymore. They just talking about Zans. 
which I don't know why. Xanaxes are for kids who have ADHD. That's what the fuck this shit is for. It's supposed to make you concentrate. I don't know why the fuck y'all are getting high. How are y'all even getting high off Xanax? Xanax I is supposed mean, to make you focus. So how the fuck are you a, getting high off of that? Yeah, it, it, I mean, it's an anti-Xanax drug or whatever. Um, <laughs> oh, so it just make you focus. What the fuck y'all get high? What, Like you said, Fly Hope, but why don't you get high off? If you go do drugs, do the real shit. Fuck y'all doing prescription medicine. I mean, <laughs> watch y'all go smoke some crack. You want to get high? Get high <laughs> off crack. Fuck y'all doing medicine that's prescribed to kids who have ADHD. Get the fuck out of here. Ah, uh, <laughs> I'm with you on all of that. Ah, Xannies are fun though. Like you ever, like have you ever done a Xanny? No, I, I don't have ADHD, so why would I need it? What I mean, it's an anxiety drug. It's like not necessarily ADHD or whatever. Well, okay, yeah, it's for, yeah, for both, yeah, for both. Yeah, I mean, it just kind of, you know, relaxes you and not give a fuck about shit. Um, you know, I'm, I might have done one or two or a hundred of them. Um, you did, you did 30 Zans and you was out like a light? No. <laughs> you, you, you think, you think Drake did 30 Zans? <laughs> no, I, I, I did them as prescribed. <laughs> yeah, Drake, so you're out here doing 30 Zans? But, yeah, but, yo, he had how how long was the flight? Like thirteen hours or some shit. He he was out like a light. Okay, where where were you flying to, Drake? Were you flying to go see your son? Mm. And when you went to go, ah. hey, were you flying to go see your son? And were you you were high? You were high on Zans to go spend time with your child, Drake Arbery. Is that is is, is that what you do as a father? The child, you were hiding. <laughs> Could you I find know. him high on those drugs, Drake? No. <laughs> ah, Drake does drugs and doesn't acknowledge his son. This is dope. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> He's like DMX. <laughs> mm. We haven't figured out how many child DMX have. Uh, I think like, he has thirteen. God damn. He, God. Yeah, he he has it tatted. I think he has the number tatted on his fucking neck. <laughs> mm. How many kids he has? Yo, like for real, like think about like all DMX accomplishments, right? If you were DMX's child, like would you be proud of that nigga? His first son ain't. Yeah, I saw that fucking like the the fix my life shit. Yeah, yeah, no, <laughs> no, I don't. I don't think they would be proud because I don't think they they for one they probably don't even have never even met him. Like, you know, now that they're probably, you know, grown, you know, a little bit more coherent about, you know, saying that they're a child and all that shit, they probably don't even see them. And I, Lord knows the, the mothers, uh, I don't know what the fuck they're on. Because why the fuck would you make a child? Why would you make a baby no for this idea. nigga? No and idea. clearly he doesn't give a fuck. I don't know yeah. why you would make a baby for a nigga who's not going to take care of you. And DMX doesn't have any money. This nigga doesn't got so many fucking, he, he got so much child support and he doesn't pay his taxes and he's in and out of jail. He's a, he's got a drug habit. Like, how can you make a baby for a dude who, who's not going to fucking do anything for you? I don't know. It's weird. It, it's dumb. They, these women out, there's women out here still making babies for this nigga. They must be on drugs too. They got to be. It just doesn't make sense. I mean, I guess that nigga's just fucking charming. 
<laughs> I mean, but I, I, I don't fucking get it. Like, any nigga that says he has blood on his dick because he fucked a corpse, I'm, I'm not really trying to fuck him. Like, towing the line, towing the line on, on being offensive. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. Um... But yeah, 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 yeah. You think you think you think uh Drake did thirty vans? <laughs> you know that nigga lying. Drake ain't never did a drug in his life. Uh, I feel like Drake's lying about everything he says now. Like just you meeting your kid, like that seems like a lie. <laughs> <laughs> Drake, don't do Drake don't do drugs. He don't drink water. He the nigga that you think he drinking liquor. That nigga drinking water. Oh yeah, yeah. This is uh, this is Grey Goose in my glass. Grey Goose. First of all, if you doing Grey Goose in fucking twenty eighteen, like you a fucking. What's wrong with that, man? I love Grey Goose. I don't even drink liquor, but I think the bottle is just dope as fuck. Wait, what? <laughs> the Grey Goose bottle. You don't think that shit is like the coolest shit ever? Um, no. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, wait. You don't even drink vodka. Though. Like, what do you? Wait, no. where are we going? with? No, you I'm, don't. You, you know who made me? You know who made me fell in love with Grey Goose? Who's that? Nelly. Okay. <laughs> it like I say that because like I, I, I get it. <laughs> Nelly. Nelly talked about Grey Goose a lot on a lot of his albums, so mm-hmm. that's why I was like. Then when I actually saw the Grey Goose bottle, I was like, "Oh shit! This shit look. This shit look hard as fuck." And only nah, because it's I like was. A, it's a, it looks like the fucking, uh, it's like a little blue bird or some shit on yeah, the fucking bottle. Yeah, like, yeah. All right. Yeah. All right. Made in France. Thank you, Nelly. Thank you, Nelly, for putting me on Grey Goose. Nelly. He's a nigga, he's a nigga who had the term, goose get you loose. I, I mean, but, like, are we praising that? Like, is that <laughs> a <hell>. thing? <laughs> goose get you loose. Shout out to Nelly. Alright. Alright, we can do that. But nah, like I didn't even know they still made Grey Goose, man. You don't you don't remember the song uh yeah they do. Remember the TI song off Urban Legend? TI and yeah. Nelly? Get loose, yeah. <laughs> yep. She drop it down, get her eagle long girl. I'm Alright. You didn't All like right. that Nelly verse off Urban Legend, man? Uh it was okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, like that album was a classic. Like that, that was not a Nelly verse that I was like kind of feeling. <laughs> like, oh really? Yeah. Oh wow! I'm, I'm actually nah. surprised by that. Yeah, yeah. Like I think they did another joint on um, Ti versus Tip, and I was cool with it. Like I love that one, but that one on Urban Legend, man, I just wasn't feeling it. Okay. You like the Ti verse though? Yeah. I love everything T.I.D. on that motherfucking album. Yeah, Urban Legend is a real great album, which doesn't get talked about, though. Because, you know, when people talk about T.I., for some, it's weird, for some odd reason, people always go back to trap music, which, yeah, I don't, I've I don't, noticed that. You know, and it's like, when trap music came out, I, yeah, Rubber Band Man came out, 24s was out, but, Motherfuckers really didn't become T.I. fans until the King album. 
when H- when the movie ATL uh, came yeah, out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's like it's weird when you know people are saying like, oh yeah, trap music. Uh, and it's like I would I would say like Urban Legend was kind of when like when Bring 'Em Out came out, like niggas started feeling them. But nah, like he became a fucking you know what I'm saying a mogul when King came out. Yeah, and trap music. I, I mean, we've talked about this, man. Like, yo, this was back when I was in my, like, little flip was better than T.I. days. Well, that was the Urban Legend album. <laughs> nah, this was, like, trap music. Like, this was 2003, I think. You know what I'm saying? So this was, like, uh, bef- um, the fuck? The, the You Gotta Feel Me joint. The joint with the, uh, the, the, little, the, the flip. Flip. Like, the, yeah, uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, like, that was about the same time. But man, like trap music, dog. Like, I mean, I guess like if you look back on it, it's a classic. But at that time, nobody was really feeling that nigga the way that you know what I'm saying. They felt him when King came out. No, that that's like, like weird. It was like Very y'all weird. niggas won't fucking listen to the trap music when it first came out. Mm-mm. I know I didn't. Like the first year album I bought was Urban Legend, and that came out in '04. Yeah, I um. But I mean, nah, trap music had like a bunch of jams, but I feel like nobody was buying the album. So that Rubber Band Man was on that shit. Like that dumbass song that everybody likes except me. That hey, let's get away. Let's get away. God, I fucking hate that shit. <laughs> um, yeah, that shit was on there. Um, but nah, like that shit wasn't a fucking, it wasn't an instant classic. It's like oh. Reasonable Doubt. It's like niggas went back to like look at that shit and. Realize, oh, this is kind of dope. You know, um, Kanye West uh, had a couple of tracks that he uh, produced on that album too. Trap music. Uh, they, I think he did like doing my job or something. Yeah, like that. he did doing my job. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's when he was doing that whole ghost producing shit, though. Like when niggas, like nobody knew who he was. I mean, it's a bunch of jams on that shit, though. Like, but I mean, like we. But we talking like in the moment, nobody was fucking with that. Just like, yo, how niggas go back and say, I'm serious, and like say no. that that shit was dope as fuck. I don't want to hear nobody talking about I'm serious unless you unless you from the South. Because I, I can yeah. remember. And, I, and I'm going to take it back. Law Park High School, I was a sophomore in high school. I remember this shit. Let them know. I, I was fucking, when I was selling CDs in Law Park High School in 10th grade, I was telling niggas, um, yeah, I got this, uh, you know what I'm saying, y'all know T.I.? You know what I'm saying? They was like, oh, you talking about the nigga who got that song with that, that Beanie Man shit? I was like, yeah. yeah. I said, this album, I said, this album, he got an album out called uh, I'm Serious, new T.I., you know what I'm saying, new album by T.I., like, new artist. And I was like, yo, this T.I. album's pretty dope. And nobody was, nobody wanted a copy of that shit. Nobody. And I was like, man, this shit, I, I'm telling people, I was like, yo, this T.I. album's, like, really good. Like, T.I.'s, like, really great. Nobody was checking for that shit. So Nobody. I don't want to hear shit about Earth. I don't want to hear but, shit about I'm serious. But yet everybody goes back and says fucking that shit is a fucking classic. Well, y'all like, too late now. Y'all can't yeah. get no copies from me. <laughs> Cause I don't have uh, a CD burner anymore. <laughs> I mean, like this shit came out in 2001, nigga. Like, I can tell you like straight off break, like I ain't listened to that shit until fucking King came out. Like that's when I bought that shit. <laughs> I like, I heard that fucking Beanie Man shit. I was like, "What the fuck is this? This is weird as fuck." Who's this nigga that can't fucking 
talk. Control his fucking emotions. And I guess, you know, he, he had that thick-ass Atlanta accent, too. It was, yo, it was so bad back then. Like, it's a giant, like, I think he's talking about getting shot or whatever. And he like, could rob me. Yes. <laughs> and I was just like, yo, I mean, niggas have accents. I get that. You know what I'm saying? It's understandable. But, dog, like, yo, you sound like you never left anywhere outside of 285, dog. You really don't. Like, that nigga was fucking bankhead for real. Yes, he was. Uh, he nigga trying. Yo, man. My man. Yo, I... I don't know, man. Anything else we need to say about Eminem? Uh, greatest rapper alive outside of Tupac. That's, that's kind of it. Thank you, Eminem, for uh, dropping this kamikaze shit, responding to us and everybody who criticized. I, I need to go back and listen. I, yo, actually, like, yo, I, I feel like we need to thank ourselves because we are the ones that inspired this nigga to do this. Oh, yeah. Cause... You know what I'm saying? So I, I feel like we're the fucking real MVPs here. All right. Hey, that's fine with me, man. Yeah. I yeah. need to go back and listen to uh, he said something about the whole bitch. Is what you uh, described him as. We ain't gonna say his name. Hmm. I mean, yeah, we talked about that. Yeah, I, I want to know what he said about him. Uh, probably nothing, cause he's a whole bitch. He's so, a whole yeah. bitch. Yeah. There's a reason Pull why he. Me. There's a reason why he he wears all black too. So. Yeah. No disrespect when people wear all black. You know what? Yo, say his name. Say his name. Uh, academics. Yeah. Oh, yeah, so um, you could definitely pull up on me. Like, I'm in Southeast D.C., as I said before. He won't, though. Yeah, he won't. You have to pull up on him. He He's one of those basement, play video games type bloggers. He's a blogger. That, that nigga's real name is Livingston. So what yes. the fuck is he going to do to me? Livingston and Lenard. You know, he's basically a child of Charlemagne. Yeah, I mean, but, you know. Bunch of bitches. Like, so, cool. <laughs> Pull up on me, see what happened. That ain't even a threat. Like, that's that's an invitation. I want yeah. you to pull up on me. An invitation. Yeah, man. I'm over here. I'm eating some motherfucking goldfish. Goldfish. <laughs> like, just pull up on me and see what happened. I feel like, yo, man, with this podcast, I feel like we should end it Every single time with me telling somebody to pull up on me. Okay. So who who so so this episode you want Joe? Who that? Yeah, Joe uh, Budden, academics. Uh, who else I pull up on me? Um, Charlemagne. Yeah, Charlemagne. Yeah, you too. Um, so right. yeah, we gonna like I'm gonna end it with uh, y'all niggas pull up on me. I'm in Southeast DC, Congress Heights. Like take the green line and just you know see about me. 8th Street or 7th Street or whatever the fuck. I see. Right. There yeah. we have it. And on next episode, I I might have somebody, you know, they could pull up on me too. Yeah. Yo, pull up on us. All Bunch right. of bitches. <laughs>